0: Andy, Andy, come on, let's get going.
1: Wait a minute, Amos. What's going on here?
2: It's the Amos and Andy Show. Our story opens with Andy in high spirits. He has just met a new girl, a beautiful creature named Mabel Green, and he's passing through all the old familiar symptoms of falling in love. We find him now sitting in his office telling Lightning all about her.
0: Uh, tell me, Miss Andy, how'd you happen to meet this gal, Mabel Green?
2: Well, Lightning,
1: it happened just like it happens in the movies. We was both sitting at the soda fountain down at the drugstore.
0: Oh, you were, well, huh?
1: Yeah, she was having a ham sandwich and I was having a chocolate soda. When all of a sudden she looked at me, and with big dreamy eyes and a shy little voice, she say to me, she say, Pass the mustard. <laughs> oh, I tell you, Lightning, I done passed mustard to lots of gals, but this is the first time my heart went with it.
0: Are you all right? talking
1: to her then, huh? Oh, no. I didn't want to act like I was fresh. I, I waited till I see her pay her a check and then I got the soda clerk to introduce her. <laughs> oh, I tell you, Lightning, me meeting her was the work of fate. Uh,
0: fate and the mustard, yeah.
1: Uh, well, this Mabel has show got everything, though. She ain't only beautiful, she's refined. You ought to see her after she finished that sandwich. The way she held that toothpick with her little finger up in the air. <laughs> Oh boy, she got class all right.
0: Well, it sure sounds like you're crazy about this Mabel Green, in.
1: Yeah, this is the real thing, Lightning. The real thing.
0: Handy, Handy,
1: uh, I gotta see you here. I gotta talk fast. What, what, what's the matter, Amos? Somebody after you?
0: Uh, Lightning, get outside. I want to lock this door. And if anybody come around, say that ain't nobody in here. Hi, Alza.
1: Uh, Handy, help me push this desk up against the door. Will oh, you? wait a minute, Amos. This is silly. Putting a desk up against the door. Who is it that's after you?
0: Uh, he ain't after me, he's after you, and he's going to knock your block off.
1: Well, hurry up with that desk. What you doing?
0: Yeah, that does it
1: there. Now, Lightning, if anybody tries to get in here, fight like a tiger. Yeah, like a tiger. Yeah, well, well... Uh... <laughs> Amos, uh, who is it that's after me?
0: Well, now, here's the story, Andy. I picked up a fare in my taxi cab about an hour ago. He was a big, tough-looking sailor. Oh, me. Now, I drove him to the pool hall, and he handed me a $20 bill. Well, I went into the pool hall with him to get changed. Uh And while I was waiting for it, this sailor went up to Joe and started
3: talking. I'm looking for a fellow named Harold Adams. They tell me he hangs around here.
4: Yeah, that's him over there, sailor. He's shooting now.
3: Thanks. I got a little business with him. Pardon me, gents. (laughs) Tell you what I'm going to do, Sam. I'm going to play the nine ball in the side pocket. Watch this man. It's gonna be good. Say, fella, your name Harold Adams. That's what the dames call me around town, <laughs> sailor. Do you know a girl by the name of Mabel Green? <laughs> Hear that, Sam? He's asking me. Does I know Mabel Green? Sure, I know Mabel. I'm giving a lot of my time these days. Any objections? Uh, could be. She's a cute gal, all right, but she's too high for looting. I'll change that though, for I'm through. Mister, you're through right now.
0: Ooh. wait a minute.
4: Somebody, hey, the Somebody call the ambulance. That oh. Harold Adams is really hurt.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And another thing. When this bum Harold Adams comes to, if he ever does, tell him if he ever hangs around Mabel Green again, I'm going to come back and finish the job. I'll tell him, mister. I'll tell him. But I sure don't think it's necessary. That's about as
4: complete a job as I ever see. <laughs> yeah,
3: and there's just one more little job I got to to. You know where I can find a fellow named Andrew Brown? I got to find him, too, and I'd like to find him today.
1: Well, that's the whole story, Anders, so that's why I rushed right over here to tell you about it. Well, lightning, fight like two tigers. tigers. Oh, me. I, I didn't know that Mabel Green had a steady fella. Uh, tell me, Amos, you're exaggerating about Harold Adams a little bit, ain't you? He wasn't hurt awful bad, was he?
0: Well, I, I don't know all the details, Andy. I left after the ambulances drove away.
1: Yeah, but, uh, did you say ambulances? Was there two of them?
0: Yeah, you see, when the first ambulance got there and they took a look at Harold, the driver done fainted.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Why did that gal ask me to pass the mustard? Amos, I got to hide for a couple days till this thing blows over.
0: Well, you has got to hide longer than that, Andy. I heard the big sailor say that his ship ain't leaving for 30 days. You see, he just got in this morning.
1: Yeah, well, listen, Amos, I think I'll go over and see the kingfish. When it come to ducking people, he got more spirits than anybody got. Uh, look, Amos, would you do me a favor and see what else you can find out about the sailor and Harold Adams? Then you can call me over to Kingfish's house. Okay, Andy. Uh, how long you going to be there? Thirty days, if I can work it.
0: <laughs> so, Kingfish, that's why Mr. Andy went over to your house looking for you.
1: Yeah, well, uh, if you don't find me at home, he most likely come over to the lodge hall here. Uh, you say lightning the main thing that and is interested in is hiding from the sailor, huh
0: uh, that's right. He say he'd give anything if he could get out of this some way.
1: me did huh mm-hmm. uh, hiding uh lightning, why don't you uh, come in Hello, is you the kingfish? uh yeah, uh, sit down and and take off them whiskers uh, what is you talking about and take off the voice too and lightning, get on out of here, will you I sir. Now, I can't give you much time in, because I was up to my neck in the business that I just organized.: Yeah, well, Kingfish, I is in trouble. you've got to help me. I just got to find some place to hide. Now there's a funny coincidence. Just when I got this new business, you come and speak to me about hiding.: Well, well uh, what business is it, Kingfish? And I was proud to announce that I was the president and general manager of the American Fugitive and Hiding Company. That's what
5: it) is. <laughs> Did you
1: say hiding company? Uh, that's right, but offices and secret hideouts all over the world, that's me, yeah. yeah well, well, listen, Kingfish, all I know is you got to hide me in a hurry. I is an awful jam. Uh, big sailor's after me. What can you do for me? Well, now, let me get out my rate book here. Mm-hmm. This is it. Uh, let me see here now. Uh, here it is. Right at the top of the page. Hiding from a sailor. Ten dollars.
5: <laughs> you
1: mean you're going to charge me ten dollars for this? Yeah, well, hiding from a sailor runs into money, and uh, there's got to be a sailor, huh? Oh, look, Kingfish, I'll pay you the ten dollars. If that sailor catches me, he'll tear me to pieces. I'll pay you anything. And uh, I think I know just the place I can put you where the sailor will never be able to find you. Oh, that's great. Is it really safe? Safest place in the world. You get your own room and the food is great. Oh, yeah, that sounds good, all right. Uh, wait a minute, though, Kingfish. I can't afford no place like that. Well, now, that's the beauty part of it, Andy. The place is free of charge. Oh, Kingfish, it sounds almost too good to be true. Where's the place? How do I get there? Well, the patrol wagon is as good a way as any. <laughs> oh, the city jail, huh? Kingfishers, you kidding? Andy, you come to me for advice, and I'll give it to you. Yeah, well, I ain't gonna pay $10 for no advice like that. Anybody, well, you can't talk me into going to jail. I just, oh uh, me, I hope that ain't the sailor. Uh, who is it?
0: Uh, Mr. Andy, uh, Amos done called on the outside phone and give me a message for you.
1: Well, 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 what is it, Lighton? What is it?
0: It's about Harold Adams.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. How is he? Is he out of bed yet?
0: Uh, yeah, sir. he's out of bed. They got him in an oxygen tent now.
1: Oh. Uh, Kingfish, here's the tent. What is the quickest way to get in jail? So you see, Gabby, uh, being as I was advising end in this thing here, the... First advice I didn't give him was to come over here and check with you on what he can do to get in jail for 30 days. Yeah, so this sailor can't get me, Gabby. Uh, I'd like to get something in solitary refinement if I could. Well, <laughs> that's
4: very unusual, very unusual. All my clients pay me to keep my out of jail, keep them out of jail. I ain't never tried to get nobody in.
1: Uh, Gabby, I know you don't try to get your clients in jail, but just the same, most of them winds up there, don't you?
4: Well, come to think of, come to think of it, I has had a measure of success in that department.
1: Yeah, well well, Gabby, in your professional capacity as my legal advisor, what would you say would be the quickest way to get in jail?
4: Well, I know it's five, six things right here that might do the trick, but the best one, yes, the best one is this thing right here. You go into a lunchroom and eat all you can without paying for it.
1: Yeah, now that sounds good.
4: In the law books it's called Eating Your Way Into Jail. Now, what you do is go into a lunchroom, you call over the waiter, you call over the waiter, order everything on the bill of fare, everything they got, then you eat it, eat everything, shrimp salad, crab meat, cucumbers, two, three kinds of soup, double-thick steaks, Use as many as you can, double-thick steaks, apple pie, cherry pie, with ice cream all over it, and then top it off with a great big piece of cheese. Only one trouble is, one thing might go wrong, one thing might go wrong, just one thing, instead of going to jail, you might go to the hospital.
1: Kingfish, I've been thinking over this lunchroom thing that Gabby told us about. I don't like the whole business.
0: Yeah, I agree with Andy, Kingfish. Listen, Andy, I don't want to see you get beat up by the sailor no more than nobody else, but I don't think you ought to go to jail. That would be against the law.
1: Oh, don't be silly, Emmons. Now, look, Andy, once you get in the city jail, you're not only going to be safe, but you're going to be comfortable, too. Comfortable in the city jail? Well, certainly. Why, among the bums and hoodlums... Our jail is known as the showplace of the East Coast.
0: Well, And the only thing for you to do is to hide someplace quick, because I know that sailor's looking for you. In the meantime, I tell you what, I'll go out and scout around and see if he went to your room or your office.
1: Yeah, do that, Amos. And in case you run into that sailor, tell him that you don't know where I is and that I'm going to be there for a long time.
0: All right, And, so long.
1: So long, so long. Now, look here, Ander. Now, don't get cold feet on this lunchroom, my dear. What you need most is safety, and my professional advice to you is to go to jail and get it. I don't like the whole idea, Kingfish. Eating a lot of steaks and not paying for them. What's wrong with that? Of all the ways to get in jail, Andy, that is not only the most honorable, but by far the most nourishing. (laughs) No, no, Kingfish, I is against that lunchroom idea. Oh, I forgot to tell you. By the way, uh, I just talked to Henry Van Porter on the phone, and he is carrying life insurance on this fellow Harold Adams. Oh, what did he say about him? Uh, Henry seed him. He say, without knowing the facts of what happened, it looked like the boy got hit by a train. Kingfish, where is the nearest lunchroom? room?
2: Andy's one purpose is to get arrested and be put in jail for 30 days. From reports Andy has gotten, the sailor is looking everywhere for him. At the moment, Andy and the Kingfish are sitting in a restaurant, having just finished one of the biggest meals the boys have ever consumed.
1: Well, Andy, how about another steak? No, Kingfish, please, no. I already had six steaks. I tell you, Kingfish, when they take me to jail, instead of putting me in a cell, they ought to hang me in the icebox, you know that? Well, look, Andy, here comes the waiter now with a check. Now, remember, all you got to do is to have him call the manager over and then refuse to pay the thing, refuse to wash dishes or anything else. I'll be running along. uh, Look like you're all set. Yeah, well, so long, Kingfish. Uh, So long, Andy. When the patrol wagon takes you away, I'll be out in front waving to you. Mm. (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. Here's your check,
1: sir. Oh, yeah. Say, call the manager here, will you?
2: Yes, sir.
4: There is over there. Well, Mr. Bernard,
1: sixteen dollars and ninety-five cents. Boy, that ought to do it.
4: Uh, yes. What is it, waiter? Uh,
1: this gentleman here wants to see you. Uh, yes, uh, Miss Manager. My name is Andrew Brown. I got oh, something to uh, tell you. Uh, pardon me, but uh, ain't you a member of the Mystic Knights of the Sea? Yeah, that's right. Uh, look, uh, you ain't going to like this, but I'm telling you right now. Uh, my that name my... is Bernard, and uh, by the way, I'm coming up for membership in that lodge. I certainly would appreciate it if you put in a good word for me with the brothers. Yeah. Well, now about this check here. Oh, Mr. Brown, forget it. I'm tearing that up right now. This check is on the house. (laughs) Look, Kingfishers, we gotta be walking on the street right out in the open this way. That sailor might be right around here someplace anytime. Well, now, don't worry, Ender. We're just going up to the corner here. Yeah, well, I hope this thing you got in mind now is gonna work out better than that lunchroom idea worked. Oh, I guarantee it, Andy. This one is pulling the fire alarm box when there ain't no fire. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be a show thing, huh? It can't miss. The smartest brains in the country gets in jail this way. Nah. The only thing is, is you show I can get thirty days for doing that. Pulling the fire alarm box don't sound too reporting to me. Reporting? Well, Andy, does you realize what happened when somebody turned in a false alarm? Them firemen start into action, start sliding down that brass pool, skinning up the shins, piling on top of each other, or it's a mess around the firehouse. Uh, oh, Andy, when you, when you turn in a false alarm, you're doing plenty of damage. I guess that's right, yeah. Yeah, well, now, here it is, Andy, here it is. Right there on the lamppost. Now, go to work on it, son, and I'll be a witness when the cop comes and start asking you questions. Yeah. How do I do this now? Oh, yeah. It's on the Directions right there. Yeah, on the box here. To send fire alarm, lift guard, then pull handle. Yeah. Now, a bell goes off in the box, but don't let it scare you. Yeah. Well, here goes. Yeah, there she goes, Andy. You was halfway to the station house right now. Yeah, good luck to me. Good luck to me. Yeah, I'll bring you some hot soup and chicken down to jail tomorrow or next day. Uh, you'll be hungry by then. Yeah, thank you, Kingfish. Yeah, I might even bring you down a calendar, you know, kind of help pass the time away. There. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, look, Andy, look, uh, here, here come the policemen running down the street now. Yeah, here he come. Yeah, well, goodbye, Kingfish. Yeah, so long, Andy. Uh, I got some pull down there to jail, and after you get settled, I'll try to get you moved over to the left wing. That's the sunny side. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Kingfish. Thank you again. Here comes the cop now. Who pulled that fire alarm? I done it, officer. I done it. Yeah, so that, that's right, officer. He done it. That man right there done it. I seen him do it myself. Uh, so you did it. Good work, fella. Uh, uh, Officer, did you say good work? Yes, yes. Here come the fire engines. Look at that building smoke over there. Well, they might be able to save it thanks to you. Oh,
0: Well, there you is, Mr. Andy. I've been looking all over for you.
1: Yeah, well, what you want?
0: I Say, Mr. So what you doing painting on the wall of the public library?
1: Look, Lightning, I ain't got no time to talk to you. I'm busy here defacing public property. I said, Well,
0: what I want to tell you was that I see the sailor that was looking for you. He was over at your office, and he went up to your room, and I thought that I ought to come right over here and tell you.
1: Oh, oh you're closing in on me, huh? Oh, me. He's big, Andy Lightning?
0: Yeah, sir. When I first looked at him, I thought he had boxing gloves on his hands.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, did he?
0: Uh, no, just hands. <laughs> he sure was big, though. He got knuckles that looked like walnuts.
1: Yeah. Uh, where's that kingfish?
0: Uh, 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 there he is, Mr. Andy.
1: Coming around the corner there now. Yeah, well, get out of here, Lightning. I got to do some more painting here. There you is, officer. There you is, officer. Right there. Right there. in public property in broad daylight. Hey, you. What do you think you're doing passing on the public library? Oh, how you do, officer? i just playing a friendly game of tic-tac-toe here with myself. Oh, you are now, are you? Oh, uh, yes, sir. And I done already won two games. That's me right there, the X's. ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> the O's ain't won a game yet.
3: Wait. You can just come right along with me. From now on, you'll be playing your tic-tac-toe in the city jail.
1: Oh, thank you, officer. Thank you. I sure appreciate this.
4: (laughs) Andrew Brown, you are accused of willfully defacing public property.
1: Have you anything to say in defense of yourself? Yes, sir. I plead guilty. You plead guilty? Yes, sir. Your Honor, I has done broke the law by defacing public property, and I has ready to pay the penalty. I done something that I ought to ain't done, and I knows it. <laughs> defacing property is a bad thing. Now, I don't blame the policeman one bit for arresting me. He was 100% right, and I was 100% wrong. So whatever you decide to do, Your Honor, it's all right with me.
4: Never in all my years on the bench have I heard a more honest, more sincere confession. (laughs) Andrew Brown, you have committed a misdemeanor, but your statement proves that at heart you're an honest, law-abiding citizen. (laughs) Andrew Brown, I'm going to be lenient with you. Oh, please, Your Honor. I'm going to sentence you to 30 days in the city jail. Oh, thank you, Your Honor. But I'm going to suspend the sentence. (laughs)
1: Boys, I am just about at the end of my rope.
0: Yeah, well, I told you that getting arrested idea was no good, Andrew.
1: Wow. Yeah, Ander, it looked like they got you at uh, the jails pegged as an undesirable character. It yeah, sure is. Uh,
0: look, Ander, I don't know if you was doing the right thing or not. You can't run away from nobody day after day, no matter how hard you try to do it. You know, I've been thinking the thing over, and it seemed to me that the thing you ought to do is to see this sailor And then explain to him that, that, well, that you didn't mean to go out with his gal.
1: Yeah, you're right, Amos. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, well, if uh, that's what you want to do, Andy, I'll be happy to get your oxygen tent wholesale. (laughs)
5: Listen,
1: Kingfish, I is through running and hiding. You hear that? Is I a man or a mouse? I don't know. I'm going to face this sailor once and for all. I'm going to uh, go...
0: Miss Andy, Miss Andy, the sailor's coming in the front entrance of the large hall, and he's coming back here.
1: Well, it looks like this is it, fellas.
0: Uh, Andy, the thing for you to do is the to... uh, kingfish, where's
1: Andy? Uh, under the desk. When an emergency comes up, that boy is really fast. Stay under that desk, son.
0: Uh, there he comes.
3: Hello, Jim.
1: I'm looking for a certain fella.
0: Uh, I think I'll get on out of here.
1: Uh, I don't know who you, uh, looking for, Mister. but I can tell you this much, he ain't here. Who are you? Uh, uh well, who is I? I uh, uh, who me? Uh, well, I, I is, uh, uh George Stevens, the Kingfisher of the lodge, the Mr. Knights of the Sea. I'm looking for Andrew Brown. Uh, Andrew Brown, huh? You know that name sounds familiar.
3: Yeah, I heard he was your best friend.
1: Yeah, well, then maybe that's why it sounds so familiar to me. (laughs) Uh,
5: Mister,
0: I happen to know this fella, Andrew Brown, and uh, he is a nice fella when you get to know him. He wouldn't do nothing wrong.
3: Where can I find this fella, Brown? I want to see him and see him in a hurry. Well, now, there's a funny thing.
1: Uh, He just left here a few minutes ago. Uh, He's going down to uh, uh, Texas, and he's never coming back. He's going into the lasso business down there, something like that. That's what it means.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, listen here. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Who's that under the desk there? I don't see nothing. What you mean you don't see nothing? There's a man there, ain't it?
1: Oh, under the desk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's my secretary. You see, we a little cramped for room here, and he do all his work down there.
3: <laughs> hey, you. What's your name?
1: Uh, uh, who, me?
3: Yeah, what's your name?
1: Uh, Don't tell him, Andy. Andy, huh? Andy. <laughs>
3: Andy. Andy Brown, in other words. Oh, me. Well, you done it, Kingfish. I thought you said he was
1: on his way to Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, He's going the wrong direction, ain't he? Good thing we caught him there, yeah. <laughs> I've been looking all over for you, Brown. Oh, uh, yes, I know, Mr. Yeah, but I can explain everything. Honest, I can. Yeah, there's nothing to explain. Oh, me, I, I sure wish you'd recite everything careful before you do nothing about your girl. Look, Brown, I happen to be
3: Mabel Green's brother. Mabel told me that you was the only fellow that took her out while I was gone that acted like a gentleman.
1: Oh, but, but uh, mister, you mean you didn't come here to beat me up? Beat you up? Yeah, I come here to thank you. Oh, you, you don't mind if I sit down, do you?
0: <laughs> now, go ahead and unlax, Lander.
3: Oh, Mabel's very fond of you, Brown, and her happiness means a lot to me. Yes, sir. When I was on the high seas, I like to know that she's keeping good company while
1: I was away. Yeah, well, I liked her a lot, and I wanted to give her all my time, uh, if it's all right with you. I'll say it's all right with me. Uh, by the way,
3: I know it costs money to go out, so I want you to take this $20 for you to spend on yourself and Mabel. Uh, you know, uh, buying theater tickets and stuff like that.
1: Oh, I couldn't take that money. I just couldn't. Oh, all right. Well, as long as you put it that way,
5: I...
3: Here in the park with you forever.
1: Yeah, Mabel, I is lucky I ain't sitting someplace else. You know, it's nice to have a sweet gal like you.
2: Oh, and darling, I'm lucky I've got you too.
1: And baby, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to show you the time of your life. We is going to the movies and the shows and the nightclubs. Oh, I tell you, honey, we is really going to town.
4: Oh, Andy, that sounds wonderful. But can we afford to go to all those places?
1: Oh, sure, yeah. Why, I has done already bought the tickets for three shows. Oh. Oh, yeah, I bought them in advance. Oh, I tell you, honey, these next few weeks, uh, well, they're going to be the happiest weeks of my life.
3: Oh, Andy, I'll always remember this day and this bench here in the park.
1: Yeah. Uh, darling, let's call this our bench.
3: Oh, Andy, you're so romantic.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, honey, uh, I know what I'm going to do. Look here. Now, watch this. See there? Oh. Years from now, when we come back here, we'll always know this bench.
2: Oh, Andy, that's such a sweet sentiment.
1: Yeah. Now, there. There you is. Look at that. Ain't that pretty, honey?
3: Hey, you.
1: what are you doing there? Nothing, officer.
3: Oh, it's you, huh? Defacing public property again.
1: What you mean?
3: Cutting hearts in a park bench and violating your parole too. Come along with me, you'll get 30 days this time. <laughs>
2: Listen for the Amos and Andy show next Friday night at this same time when Amos and Andy will have as their guest, the Academy Award winner, Mr. Paul Lucas. It's certain to be a half hour of great entertainment. Our program is broadcast to our armed forces overseas. This is Harlow Wilcox, and before I say good night, just one more thing. Friends, the fact that cooking fats and more meats are ration-free now doesn't mean that you should slow up in saving used fats. The need is as urgent as ever. And now that it's so much easier for you to save them, you should be taking to your meat dealer an even greater amount than you used to save. That used fat is needed in the production of vital war materials and for life-saving medicines for the men in the services. And you'll still get two extra ration points and four cents for every pound of used fats you turn in. So let's really try, at least double the amount you used to save. Thank
5: you, and good night.